Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. It is just too much going. It's just too much, too much going on in the world. I tried to pick just one topic this week and I couldn't do it because there's every time I thought this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm be laughing about on my podcast. This is bananas. Some other shit popped off and I was like, okay, this is bananas. This is what I'm going to be talking about and laughing about on my podcast. And then some other shit jumped off and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about everything today. It's going to be like today's show's going to be like a gumbo. Okay, for those of you who don't know what gumbo is, I'm not sure what planet you're from, but thank you for listening. But um, gumbo is when you just take everything you got and you throw it into a pot and you boil it and it tastes fucking delicious. Okay, put a little hot sauce on it. Today's show is the gumbo show because we're talking about anything and everything that is going on in the world. So, um, I was uh, just tickle pink by the story that I read this week in the Washington Post. Now, one of the alleged Capitol rioters, um, and mind you, I'm saying alleged because alleged is funny, because he went into the building um, during uh, the, the, the insurrection, and he uh, posted it on his social media, uh, texted from there, uh, took pictures, and uh, took away some stuff out of um, mm-hmm, the, the 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 federal building that he broke into where he wasn't supposed to be. And so, um, you know, it was like 600 and something people that did this, 602 uh, rioters, uh, insurrectionists, uh, violators of federal law, uh, stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Do you know only 600, uh, six, six of them? Six of these rascals, only six, have uh, been sentenced. Can you believe that? We got video. They took his selfies with police officers. We have them on CNN live streams where they're behind the reporters threatening them. I mean, what more do you need to get these people in jail? Y'all already know, had these people been black, it wouldn't have went down like that. They would have had paddy wagons waiting for them when they walked out of the Capitol building. There's no way that would have gone down the way that it did if all those people were black. It's just not how America works. So they let all these people go home and then they ask for help on social media to find them. That's what pissed me off. I'm like, the FBI building is like not even a mile away from the Capitol building. Why y'all all these months later, this shit happened on January the 6th. It's September, mid-September, and you FBI is on social media asking me to help you find this guy. Why don't you go look at his social media profile? Because the last time I looked, he was at the damn Olive Garden. Okay. So anyway, getting back to this one that got me this week. Uh, So now he's posted the pictures on the social media profile. He got video. He was on CNN. Uh, He stole stuff out of that. They found it at his house. And he has been ordered by the judge to wear an ankle monitor. But He went before the judge this week because he said the ankle monitor is beeping too loudly, is disturbing, and it's embarrassing him. Now, he was not embarrassed to paint his face and open his chest up and march around the Capitol 
peeing in potted plants and causing a disturbance and breaking federal law. They didn't bother him. And also posting it on his social media page for his mom and his grandmama to see. That didn't bother him. But somehow the ankle bracelet beeping got on his damn nerves. So he went before the judge to ask if he could take the ankle monitor off. Not because he didn't do it. Not because he feels like he's being unjustly targeted or accused. But because it's beeping too loudly. It's disturbing and embarrassing him. Okay, let me tell y'all something. People... You know, in circles are always talking about, you you know, y'all, you black people, y'all talk about white privilege. I don't understand what that means. I don't understand what white privilege. Can you paint a picture for me? Tell me what white privilege looks like. You know what? I don't know what white privilege looks like. I can't paint you a picture, but I know damn well what it sounds like. Apparently, it sounds like a beeping ankle monitor because there is no way a black man who committed a crime who got told by a judge that he was supposed to wear a damn ankle monitor can go back into court and ask that that ankle monitor be removed because it's too loud. A black man would not have even been given a damn court date. That's number one. Number two, the judge would have laughed his ass out the courtroom. Number three, a black man know damn well better than to even ask some crazy mess like that. So it wouldn't have even gone down like that. So the fact that this white guy had the audacity to think that he could go before a judge in a court of law in the United States of America after he decided he wanted to overthrow democracy and say, you know what, this ankle monitor you gave me, it's not working for me. It's it's making me look bad, my friends and stuff. And I really need you to take it off because I don't like the way it beeps. Or maybe we could put it on silent and it just vibrates. Yeah. White privilege sounds like a beeping ankle monitor. That's that, that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If you think a black man could go into court and do that, I got a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you. Uh, low, low price, no money down. And you know what? I got four other offers on the table, but I am willing to take your low ball offer because I love you. That's a damn sh- shame, 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 shame. And what's really a shame is what is going on in Mississippi right now. Now, this this don't make no sense. How committed are you to the cause? I just believe we got a lot of people in this country who are saying they believe something that they truly don't believe so that they can fit in with the crowd. Because there's no way these COVID deniers really believe that COVID is not real. When it's already killed 600,000 Americans. And they know some of them. They've got to. It's been too many people that have died from COVID for folk not to know somebody whose life has been lost because of this deadly pandemic. I'm sorry. Too many. But in Mississippi, school started back in the state a couple weeks ago. Do you know that they already have 18,000 children who have contracted COVID because they don't want to wear masks. Um, They don't want to um, get the vaccine, the adults around the kids in the school system. And the governor is like, "Uh, you put mask mandates in the school and you don't get the funding that, you know, you need to actually keep the schools open. There's no virtual learning. What the hell? 
So you re- you really willing to let your kid die to keep denying that we are in the middle of a global deadly pandemic? You you really willing to lose your grandchild because you want to support what? Because you what are we what are we fighting for? The truth is the truth. The truth stands by itself. The truth doesn't need a cosigner. You're willing to put it all on the line? Really? You don't care nothing about your grandkids and your kids? You're willing to let them go to school without a mask so you can prove what? That the deadly pandemic isn't deadly? That your genes are so strong that you're stronger than COVID? Guess what? All these governors that's telling you not to get vaccinated and not to put on a mask and to go out in public and put your kids and your health at risk, their asses got vaccinated when the vaccine first came out. That's why they standing in the middle of a whole room full of unvaccinated people knowing they got protection. Look at Texas Governor Greg Abbott. As soon as he got COVID, where did he go? To the hospitals and the scientists that he's been fighting against. The ones that he keep denying know exactly what they're doing. The ones that he thinks he knows better than. He took his ass over there to the hospitals and the doctors and the scientists. He got the best treatment. And now he's going on about his merry way. While he still puts millions of people at risk. I'm sorry. When you want to kill your fool self, you go right ahead. But to put your kids at risk for the cause of being right or supporting a former president. That's the kind of lunacy that I just I mean, that's the kind of drink the Kool-Aid, Jim Jones, Guyana tragedy that I just don't want to be a part of. That's why my kids are at home. Folks were like, Shaletta, you got all four of your kids at home? I sure do. I'm the parent. I'm the paraprofessional. I'm the teacher. I'm the janitor. I'm the cafeteria lady. I'm the recess monitor. Oh, and I'm the custodian. Because I'm not going to put my kids in a classroom and they got to sit next to another kid whose parents don't believe that the deadly pandemic is deadly. Who sit and listen to Glenn Beck and, and Fox News and old episodes of the Rush Limbaugh show. Uh, and, and really believe that this is all a hoax until the shit hit the fan and it hits them. Then on a dying deathbed, they want to tell everybody to get vaccinated. Well, it's too late. It's too late because you have already flamed the fans. You have drummed up support. You have made folks act a fool and put their lives and their families' lives at risk, probably killing a few of them in the process. Why you act like we ain't in the middle of a global pandemic with the deadly viruses killing people and morphing and mutating to the point where we can't keep up with what the hell is doing. Now on your way out as you check out as these conservative talk radio hosts check out because we had two in one week. They're like, oh, just get the vaccine. And now they're going to hang out with Jesus or Elvis or otherwise. Lil Nas X and the devil in pole dancing. I don't know which way they're going. But 18,000 kids have COVID. It's going to impact everybody differently. Some are going to be fine. Some are going to be long haulers. Some of them are going to die. I saw the tragic story of a little four-year-old girl in Galveston, Texas, in the Houston Chronicle. She had a fever one night. She was dead the next day from COVID. That's why my kids at home. Yeah, I could be working. I could be making more money. But you know what? I can't buy me another kid. 
And if if we got to stay in the house until they have a vaccine for the younger children and ride this thing out, we're going to be watching a lot of Netflix, a lot of Apple streaming, a lot, lot of hulu baby, because we're not going out there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to fight that fight. Because once you have this disease, once it's in your house, that's it. Everybody don't make it out. 600,000 plus people are proof positive. That this ain't no joke. This ain't no joke. Now, speaking of joke, I got one for you because I can't leave you with my COVID rant. I got to talk about something funny. So, um, you know, you know, I'm big on making sure my kids understand and know black history. Um, in fact, this week we were teaching the kids about John Lewis and they freaked out when they realized that my father-in-law and John Lewis are best friends. I thought I told them, but apparently I didn't. So we were watching Xavier Riddle in the Secret Museum and uh, they were doing a whole show on John Lewis. And Sean my husband was like hey kids do y'all know that John Lewis and Papa B grew up together and the kids were like freaking out they were like what you never told us that we need to learn more about black history and I was like we we do teach y'all about black history okay so we're gonna go to the store um, we're gonna buy some books on black history and we're gonna also order some on amazon.com so they gave us a list of all the books that they wanted (laughs) and so there was one book it said eat the cake and I made Sean order the book. And he was like, what's this? Eat the cake. And I said, oh, well, that obviously is the Ike Turner story. God damn, Frost, this cake's good. Anime, come on. This cake real good. Anime, just take the cake, please. <laughs> Y'all remember that scene from What's Love Got to Do With It where Ike Turner told Tina, eat the cake, Anime. Go on, eat the cake, anime. I say, if a book is called Eat the Cake, it must be the Ike Turner story. Ike Turner is a very important part of black history, and I want to honor Ike Turner. I want our children to know about Ike Turner, so I'm buying Eat the Cake. I am buying Eat the Cake so my kids can learn about Ike Turner, but actually it wasn't wasn't about Ike or Tina. It was actually about some damn cake. That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. Ooh,